0: Hello, and welcome to Greater Faith. You're listening to About My Father's Business, a special message from Brother Jerry Burton. We hope that today's message blesses and encourages you as you go through your day. We're going to be mindful of the time tonight, but we want to talk just a little bit about a, a thought that the Lord dropped in my heart yesterday about my father's business about my father's business. Amen. So we need to be about our father's business in order to learn the family business. I like it, brother. You, you got your own business, family business. To be about our family business here, our father's business. We can work for our father. We can we can be employed here. Amen. We can we can reap the benefits of working here for God. And I tell you what, there's there's a big roundabout thing about how all this can tie into it, and it, it leads my mind in a million different directions when I think about being about my father's business because you can, you can just earn so much. And i tell you what, the retirement is out of this world. <laughs> it is. It is. just out of this world. They talk about 401K, brother. I'll tell you what. we got something really to look forward to, amen, when we leave this place, amen. We want to start out with uh, Luke chapter... starting with verse 49. Uh, Joseph and Mary had just, they went to Jerusalem with Jesus when he was young, when he was 12 and then we went to sacrifice and all and then they got ready to leave. And as they were leaving, they uh, went out about two days journey out and then they realized Jesus wasn't with them. Their son, their son wasn't with them. And boy, I'll tell you what, that'll preach in itself. There's a lot of times we get a a couple days out and we've We realize Jesus, we feel like Jesus ain't with us. And it it does something to us and it stirs us. But that family realized that their son wasn't with them, so they turned back. So they had to go back to find him. And verse 2 and 49 says, And he said unto them, How is it that ye sought me? Wist wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? He was in the temple, and he was talking with the the Pharisees and the priests, and he was expounding the word and, it, and just blowing their minds but he was at church amen he was at the house he was at God's house and I'll tell you what that speaks volumes when we can come here and be in God's house a lot of times we may not feel like it physically even mentally might be stressed out burnout or whatever but if we can just drag ourselves here sometimes if we can just get here i tell you what, things can change because the atmosphere here is totally different than what you're, surrounding, what you're surrounded by all week long. With the workforce or family members or all the drama and all this stuff going on, you can get in a friendly atmosphere here. You can get in an atmosphere right here that will change, that's life changing, that will change your life forever. We come into a place... Of worship one time and I didn't want to be there. I was kind of felt like I was dragged into that place. But I went there out of spite. You ever do something out of spite sometimes? You just do it just the I'm gonna do it, and that's the last thing I'm gonna do. Don't ask me no more. And that's the my attitude was when I first came to church. I came and the next thing I could realize, I could remember, was finding myself at an altar. Preacher preached, made an altar call. He, the atmosphere in that place was so different than what I was accustomed to and what we were used to. And when we got in that atmosphere, it started melting and changing our hearts. Hallelujah. And when we come into that place one way, broken and lost and stained, sin stained, we left a different way. Hallelujah. We've had a life-changing experience with the Lord. Amen. And I tell you what, I haven't gotten over the hill yet. Amen. I'm glad tonight what he's done for me. I'm glad what the sacrifice that he paid for me. I don't know about you, but I take that personally. I, I really do. I feel like he done it just for me. Hallelujah. He bled and died. He laid it all down. Hallelujah. So I could live. I tell you, I owe him so much. He's so good to me. But I must be about my father's business. Amen. A lot of times we feel like we, there's nothing to do. There's all kinds of things to do, amen? I love this, kind of this time of season. People get a little bit more cheerful, a little bit friendlier. They get a little bit more generous, amen? And we get like that. We get a little bit more cheerful, and we're able to help our fellow man. And that's really being about our Father's business when we start being like that. We need to be in Christmas spirit all year long. We really do. We need to stay in that in that, mold, that mode to help one another. You never know what a brother or sister's going through when they come here. And just a kind word or a smile. Or let them know, hey, I've been praying for you. I've been thinking about you. Or if you really want to go the extra distance, pick up that thing that you carry in your pocket all the time. And, and and you really want to go an extra distance, don't just text it. Don't just, you know, don't finger it. Call them. Oh, if you really want to go the extra distance, do some FaceTime and Amen. I remember when my mother was alive and uh, we'd call, and she'd tell my brother, "Do that FaceTime thing. Well, she wanted to see. It. She wanted to see me. She wanted to see this this mug. Mother's love, buddy. I tell you what, <laughs> but she wanted that. Fa- and, you know, she didn't know nothing about that, but she knew that if he'd done something, we'd pop. I'd pop up on that little square, and I could see her too. So it was an awesome, awesome times that we live in awesome tools that we have today but be about your father's business amen Matthew 9 starting with verse 35 and Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people there's a lot of people sick and afflicted out there today amen but when he saw the multitudes he was moved with compassion when was the last time you were moved when was the last time we were moved as a body for, the, for the compa- and have compassion on people? Because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Listen, there's always something to do. You may never be up here preaching or teaching or singing or exalting up here, but that don't mean there's not work for you to do. Right. Amen. There's a there's a corner on every street. You feel like you've been called to preach, hey brother, hit a corner. Yes. If you want to start teaching and talking to people, start Bible studies. Amen. Yes. People are hungry. They are. We, there's all kind of work for anybody to do at my father's house. Yes. If we just be about his business today. Amen. Amen. John chapter 14, starting with verse 12. I'm going to find this because I kind of added this on. The Lord showed me something here with this. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. Stop and think about that for a moment. We're talking about the man that walked on water. We're talking about the one that turned the water into wine. We're talking about the dead man, razor. Amen. Hallelujah. Open the blinded eyes and stop the deaf ears. Amen. I'm telling you what caused the lame to leap. That's the kind of works he did. And he said, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Brother, I can't do that. Well, it's not really you doing it. You're just the vessel. You're just the conduit. You're, You're the way that he's going to use for this to happen. Sometimes I think we get it all wrong. We think that it's all in this right here, this hand, and it's not in this hand. We think it's all in this, this brain or in this. It's not. This is just a vessel. We're just a tool in God's hands where God can use us. We just need to listen a little bit and do what you're told. Just like what your parents told you. Clean your room. Get up. Go outside. Go <laughs> outside. Do what your parents told you to do. If you've done that, you didn't get in trouble. If we do what we're told, because God will speak to you. Right. Go pray with sister so-and-so. Go talk with brother so-and-so. Give him this scripture. Sometimes God will give you a scripture to give somebody. And it won't make a lick of sense to you. But he'll, tell, he'll have you do something. That's working. That's being about your father's business. That's doing what you're told to do. Amen. Amen. But he tells us, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. You know, when we work, we work for something, don't we? We get up every day. God bless me with this job that I'm at. I got that job from this church. Um, We had some people that were here. And I remember when the wall was back here. I was on unemployment, had been laid off, got down to my last two weeks. Anybody's ever been on unemployment, you get paid every other week. So I was was on my last one. I got a guy that I used to work with, called me, told me this place was hiring. They were hiring electricians. I'm not an electrician. They called me in for an interview, and I talked with this guy. I talked with the owner, hit it off with him. God gave me favor, but before I went there, Sunday night we had a service here, and I a man prayed for me back here around this seat over here on the wall, and I found I, w- I woke up from over here on this wall, and he told me God was going to give me a job. And God gave me a job. I went there and talked with these people for a while, and I left, and they called me and said, "Well, you're not qualified to do what we need." And then my old bloomer. <laughs> you ever do that you ever be praying for something and the door opens and it's like oh man this is it this is it and it wasn't it it wasn't in at that time well I, I got discouraged and prayed and and went on like that for a little bit and then like two days later they called me back and they asked me if i was still looking for work i said well sure well we're going to create a position for you They, they, they they made a place for me. Amen. I couldn't believe. I I was in unbelief. I couldn't just blow me away. They created a place for me. And the owner asked me. He said, "Well, when can you start?" I said, "I'll be here in ten minutes." (laughs) He did the same thing. He laughed, but I was dead serious, buddy. I would have gotten a car, drove over in ten minutes. I was going to be there. And he told me to come the next day, and I've been there ever since. And great people to work for, good, just good, good, good. But God opened the door. And I told somebody not too long ago, I said, if they continue to hire God's people, this place will prosper. And we are. We're prospering. We're doing really, really good. But it's because they're hiring some, some of God's people. Amen. The day that that stops, it'll be the day they start spiraling down. Amen. Anyhow, uh, let's go on. <laughs> Anyhow, we work, we, when we work, we work for something. We work for wages. We work for a reward. We're always doing something so we can make something. Nobody just works for just, just for the sake of working. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. Think about that for a minute. Even if we're not serving God, we're working for somebody. If you're not about your father's business, then who is your father? If you're not serving God, you're serving somebody else. You're either serving God or you're serving the devil. One, you're serving one or the other. And i tell you what, God will give you a gift of eternal life. But Romans says, for the wages of sin is death. So when you work for the enemy, you're going to die. Everything that you touch and everything that you're involved with, it just circles in towards death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And what can we do? Some people, they want to know, what, what can we do? What can I do to work, to be about my Father's business? What can we do? What's well, a good question. I'm glad you asked. Philippians 2 and 12 says, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Anybody catch the... Some of the last parts of the word, it says, work out your own. Work out your own salvation. Don't work out your brother's salvation. Don't work out your sisters, your mom or dad, your cousins, aunts or uncles. Work out your own salvation. And if you work out your own salvation, you're going to be busy. It's going to keep you busy all the time. It's a full-time, seven days a week, 24-hour thing. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling there's a we're going to give an account I mean it's just black and white we're going to give an account for everything we say and do right. and that's part of our working out our salvation so when we're doing things and we're, and the way we do things we're going to give an account for it I keep that I, that shatters me all the time because buddy I like, I, I like to goof off a lot of times I like to see if I can make people laugh and it's easy to do sometimes but Sometimes you cross a line. You ever cross a line? Uh, just you, brother. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we cross a line and we take it a little bit too far. But then that's when I, you know, you get worried. And I not only get worried of offending people, but I worry about offending God, because I I remember I'm an ambassador. You all, you realize that you're an ambassador too, that you're His representative. Isn't it something? It, it, Isn't it a sight or a thought to think that the only people, the people that you're affiliated with, you may be the only Bible they ever read—New advised Division here, or Old Testament here, or something. I mean, we're some kind of version to them today, but we could be the only Bible they read. And I surely don't want to be a stumbling block. I want to be a stepping stone, not a stumbling block. I don't want to cause nobody to fall or falter, even though it might be all right. For me to do or think or whatever, I need to think of others. I need to be about my father's business and worry about others. 1 Timothy 5 and 3. 5 and 13, I'm sorry. And it declares, if I can find it here. Oh, I just grabbed the wrong page. I think I did. Uh-oh, I'm all tore up now. Oh, here we are put that on a different color paper first Timothy 5 and 13 and with that and with all they learned to, to be idle wandering about from house to house and not only idle but taddlers and also busybodies speaking things which they ought not you know people like that don't don't raise your hand don't say nothing don't say brother Jerry either but it's easy to do when we're not busy and about our father's business isn't it when we're not busy working for the Lord, it's easy to start going and being idle and not working, not keeping our hands busy, and not lifting up the kingdom. So it's so easy to do. So we gotta kinda we gotta we really gotta watch what we're doing because we're gonna give an account one day. Amen. 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 We surely are going to give an account. Let's go with Philippians. No, let's go with 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord and but you ever come to a time when and don't tell me it's just me you come you serve God for a long time and then sometimes you you'll get this pity party going on and you'll think well they won't miss me i'm not important Nobody'd ever think if, if I wasn't even here for a while, nobody'd even think nothing about it. And we think all that work that we've done, in, all that we've done, all the seed that we sowed, all the tears that we've sown, you know, everything that we did for the kingdom of God, was for nothing. And we forget our work is not in vain. If you come to this place, if you clean a toilet, if you push a broom, if you sweep the leaves outside, it's not in vain. You're preparing this house for God's visitors. You're making sure everything is ready because company is coming. And we need more company here, amen? God's got it. He's got a reward if we just stay faithful. And sometimes we get weary. We do. People, when you work at a facility for a very long time, people face burnout. You ever, you ever work with people that are disgruntled? you ever get disgruntled? (laughs) It's easy to get disgruntled at a place. It it really is because you feel like you're being overlooked. You feel like you're being overworked. There's just all kinds of emotions. But we don't look at the big picture. We think that work is for nothing. It's in vain, but it's not. It's building up something. And that's what we're doing here. We're building up a kingdom right here. We're building up His kingdom. If we just stay about my Father's business. If you just... Keep in in tune with Him. Amen. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 3 and 9 says, For we are labors together with God. You're not by yourself. The load's not that heavy. I mean, if it starts getting heavy, we're going to help you. We're going to pick up one end. You ever work with somebody and they just, they act like they're carrying something and they're not? Oh, man, I would, well, work with a bunch of goofballs like that a lot, a lot of times. And that's what they'll do. They'll do that and they'll just kind of let go and let you just, and they laugh as you're just dragging that thing along. And then you're looking back and you realize you're doing it all by yourself. Yeah. Then you drop it. <laughs> but that's, that's how things go, That's how things are a lot of times in the natural. But you are not carrying this weight by ourselves. Amen. God wants us to help one another. We need to lift one another up. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. He's telling us right now. That we're the building. We're the people. We're the ones doing the work. We can lift this thing up and make God great. Hallelujah. We can, we can well, we can't make Him great because He's already great. We can, we can be used of Him. Amen? Amen? So people can see His greatness. Hallelujah. Nehemiah, Brother Knight touched on this last week. Nehemiah 4 and 6. So built we the wall. And all the wall was joined together unto the, unto the half thereof, for the people had a mind to work. I think the uh, times that we're living in, people don't want to work no more. Not only physically, not only out in the work, work areas, but even in the kingdom. They don't want to be about their father's business. We want our cake and eat it too. Amen? What's in it for me today? We have a different attitude anymore and we forget why we're here. We're saved by grace. We are, we are saved by grace, and God loves us so much that he paid a great price for us. It always reminds me, he bought me with a price. And if I would have bought something like this, I would have pitched it over the hill a long time ago. Because this thing do not do what it's supposed to do all the time. You ever buy something, a tool or something that doesn't, it's supposed to do this, that, and that, and it don't do what it says it's advertised to do? Man, don't that aggravate you? (laughs) Amen, it does me. I buy something, it better be doing what it says it's going to do, or I'm going to take it back and get a refund. I'm going to send it back to its owner, back to its manufacturer. I'm glad God ain't like me, because, buddy, he would have sent me back a long time ago, put me back in the box and shipped me back. But I'm glad he loved me and has patience today, and he loves you too. Amen. He does. But they had a mind to work. What kind of mind do you have today? Do you have a mind to work today? Is your mind set on the kingdom? Is your mind set on what you're about to do tomorrow or the jobs that you're going for or trying to build your own earthly kingdoms today? Where's your mind at today? Amen. Is it in the gutter today? Are you about your father's business today? Is it all about me today or is it about his kingdom today? It's so easy in this selfie generation that we're living in. Everybody's so selfish and everybody's just circled about themselves that nobody cares about nobody. That's not God's way. God loves people. He loves His creation. and We're His creation. We're His arms. We're His legs. We're His feet. We're His hands. Amen. This is what He uses to help other people. When you stand in front of a mirror, you're a tool in His hand. Amen. Let's be good tools. Amen let's be usable hallelujah we've worked and we've labored and we're about our father's business and there's a payday coming amen This, this is not in vain and I tell you what it's we don't work because there's a payday in the natural we work every other week I'll get paid if I wasn't getting paid every other week I would not go to work I would not get up and go I'd go to something else to go find something else there, the guy that owns our place <laughs> we had a we had a truck driver come in one day and I told him he had to tarp his load and he got kind of mad he said, Well, why ain't tarping it I said but you gotta tarp it or it ain't leaving this facility I ain't tarping it they didn't tell me I had to tarp it I'm not tarping it I said but I'm telling you if, if you don't tarp this load you ain't taking this load he said fine I ain't taking this load I don't got to take this load I'm getting my truck and I'm leaving I said, buddy, just get in your truck and just drive on down the road. That's all right. I'll find somebody else that'll come in and take it. And when I went and had to go call another person, the boss came out. Wanted to know why that building, or right? You unit know, wasn't getting loaded. I said, well, this cat didn't want to tarp it. He said, well, what do you mean he didn't want to tarp it? I said, he was told he had to tarp it. He didn't want to tarp it. We went back and forth a little bit, and he said he wasn't going to tarp it. And I said, you're going to tarp it. He said, I'm not going to tarp it. And I said, well, guess what? You're not taking the load. So the boss wanted to know why I I don't know he said he didn't want to tarp it so he didn't tarp it and the reason when he didn't tarp it I told the boss I said well I guess he didn't need the money well the boss said well I don't need the money I said buddy that's the only reason I'm here if I I didn't need the money I'd be I wouldn't be here I'd be on a creek bank or something I'd be in a car driving somewhere I surely wouldn't be standing talking to you right now and he kind of kind of giggled a little bit. Then he kind of looked at me a little funny. (laughs) Told me to get a truck. (laughs) Okay, I'll get a truck. Somebody will tarp it. Anyhow, there's a payday coming. And when this payday comes, we're all going to be able to enjoy it if we stay faithful, if we stay obedient to the Word of God. God's Word's true today, amen, but it's true for everybody. There's no favoritism with Him. That's one thing I love about God, what He'd done for Paul, what He'd done for John, what he done even for Judas, He'll do for us. He'll do, any, he'll do the same. He's, he's fair. He loves His creation. But we've got to line up with Him today. Amen? 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty two. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. There's a change coming. Amen? you just hang in there don't let go revelations 21 starting with verse 1 and I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth was passed away and there was no more sea just think if we just stay about our father's business what's about to happen and I John saw the holy city new Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and He will dwell with them, and they shall be His people, and God Himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, For the former things are passed away. That's real tonight. Amen. That's going to happen. Hallelujah. No matter what you struggle with today, that is true. And that is real. And that's going to happen for you and you and you. Hallelujah. If we stay faithful. Hallelujah. If we stay about our Father's business, there's a payday coming. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but sometimes we'll... When we get paid, we got to stretch that dollar way out. Amen. And sometimes right the day before payday. Anybody ever, you ever have a day before payday experience? Man, I'll crack open my water. We'll look into our account and see what we got. The, tomorrow's payday. Let's go out tonight. (laughs) Amen. We got enough to go somewhere. Let's just go one more time. Amen. I'm telling you, it's the day before payday right now. You can get up. Hallelujah. And enjoy yourself tonight. Hallelujah. Spend what you got for God. Hallelujah. I tell you, you can spend it for Him. Hallelujah. There is some greatness coming our way. Hallelujah. Revelations 20 and 10. We're about done here tonight. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and there shall be tormented day and night forever and ever, your adversary, your enemy. It's personal. That is personal. He hates you. The devil hates you. He, he wants to see you down and destructed and sick and inflicted. He wants to see you wasted and in the gutter. He's wanting to take everything that He can from you. He hates you. But let me tell you some good news tonight. I serve a God that is more than able today. Hallelujah. He loves you. Hallelujah. He's able to bring you out of the choir. Hallelujah. And bring you out of the mud and make you something today. But I tell you, it's our choice. We gotta decide what we wanna do. We gotta decide if we wanna live for Him every day. Do I want to be about my Father's business? Do I want to follow after Him? Do I wanna spend all that I have for Him? I'll tell you what, we can't outgive give God. You heard some testimonies here tonight, how God provided. He's a way maker today. I'm here to encourage you to try him. Christmas is coming around. We'll be happy and joy. And then the New Year's rolling around. And everybody wants to change this New Year. I'm telling you, some good things are about to happen at Six and Spruce. We have the foundation settling here. That uh, Sister Riser, I think it was, prophesied about our pastor preaching youth thing over Tank Stadium. Man, every time I drive by that place, I just feel hairs going up on my, I mean, there is something about that. I believe that. I believe, I believe, and some of you all might be right standing in front of that big crowd, amen? I believe we're going to be involved with that and I believe some great things are going to happen coming out of Tank Stadium because Six and Spruce is here. Because God is at Six and Spruce man, I believe some great things are about to happen but it won't happen unless we get about our father's business we gotta get into the family business tonight, amen figure out what he wants from me oh Lord, I can't do much that's alright, little is much when God is in it, he can take a grain of mustard seed and grow something big just imagine what he could do with you what he can do with me if we just apply ourselves just a little bit I want to end with this with this verse here 1 Corinthians 2 and 9 But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither hath entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Do you love him tonight? Do you love him tonight? Hallelujah. We can't even fathom what he's got prepared for you. If you love him tonight, He's got something so mind-blowing, so great, so wonderful prepared for a people that love Him that we just can't comprehend it in His flesh. tell you what, be about your Father's business tonight. Get involved, get busy. Find out what you can do. You'd be amazed what you can do. Moses didn't think he could do anything. Most of the prophets in the Bible didn't think they could do what they'd done. You'll be amazed what you can do when God starts turning. you. Why don't you stand tonight? Amen. Thanks for joining with us today. Be sure to check us out online at greaterfaith.church or find us on Facebook by searching My Greater Faith. There you can watch this sermon and others as well as live stream all available services. If you like what you heard today, be sure to follow our podcast for new sermons and Bible studies as they become available. Greater faith. Everyone's welcome. Nobody's perfect. And anything's possible.